Good morning, good morning, good morning. We're doing things a little differently this time, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and um, start this modern craft off, you know, a little differently. I wanted to do a live recording just in case people had any questions and they could have the instant feedback um, and I can answer questions along the way. Uh, just because this is such a um, big topic of conversation, this was something that kind of started the whole um, uh, thing with Modern Craft. Like I wanted to get things started. Let me turn my phone off real quick. Um, for fall, kicking it off with holiday markets because holiday markets are such a big thing. I mean, if this is your first rodeo holiday market season or Christmas season with cups, this is big. And thank you. Thank you. Got to get my, my whistle wet. Um, okay. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Yes. Holiday markets. Um, if you are new to cups, and this is your first holiday season, whoa, Nelly, hold on, hold on tight because it's, it's going to get, it's going to get intense. You're going to question your sanity a couple times. You're going to question whether, <laughs> whether you're able to, um, meet these deadlines. And I will tell you with a little bit of preparation, well, actually with a lot of preparation and, um, being able to step back and be very organized at the very beginning of the holiday season, which is right now, um, you'll have a smooth holiday experience. So without further ado, welcome to Modern Craft. I'm your host, Nicole Moret, And today we're going to be talking about um, holiday markets. We are just now approaching the fall season and with fall brings a snowball of holiday markets, holiday parties, gift exchanges, work um, festivities, school festivities, all kinds of things that will um, start to speed things up very quickly. And before you know it, the holiday is over in a flash. Okay. And you don't have time to enjoy any of it because you are working, working yourself to the bone. Okay. Um, last year, um, I cannot explain to you the, the, um, intensity of the holiday rush that I experienced. It was my actual first, um, we're going to make cups. We're going to make cups for everybody that needs them. I'm going to open my Etsy. I'm going to do holiday markets. I'm going to make cups for my friends and family. Oh my goodness. I cannot explain the stress, um, the anxiety. And at some point me on this floor right here in the fetal position, trying to catch my breath because I was in panic mode. Um, but looking back with everything that I have gathered along the way and learned along the way, um, it, I realized that it didn't have to be like that. 
it could have been so much smoother and so much more prepared had I done small things, small changes, small preparations. Um, things as maybe I only take one holiday market instead of doing one every single week. <laughs> yes, yes. I was doing one every single week. Maybe I have a cutoff of when I'm going to stop taking orders. Like when I would see my friends who were doing cups and they were like, December 1st, no more orders. I was like, oh girl, why? Why? Why aren't you taking any more orders? People have money in hand. But they were very firm. They said, no, I'm not taking any more orders. That was smart. Preparing yourself to what you're going to sell. That right there is key. Do not be like me and commit yourself to inks, okay? Because inks take me a week. Let's be real. Inks are not something that can just be pumped out. Maybe a glittered ombre, maybe things you can prep in advance. Yeah, those can be done very quickly. Even water slides. I mean, now that's getting into the, the now you're taking a little too long. And the decals. Things that are easy that you can prep in advance, those are the things that you probably want to go ahead and put your focus on. Don't take any inks, talking to myself, no inks for Nicole this holiday season. I'm going to have a cutoff and I'm under no, no reason will I break that cutoff. I cannot tell you how many times I promised my husband, okay, no more cups because he saw me the entire time. The stress that would bring me to tears and the look of horror on his face when he would be like, did you just take another cup? <gasps> yes, because they need it. He's like, no, stop taking cup orders. So those things will help you tremendously. Keep your sanity, deliver the quality, meet your deadlines, and still enjoy the holiday season, okay? So starting off, let's talk about holiday markets. The number one thing that I always tell myself and I tell other people who have questions about holiday markets, I always ask, when is the market? What kind of market is it? Okay, because time is money. The farther away from Christmas you are, like fall markets and stuff, are you are better you have a better chance of selling a whole bunch the closer you are to Christmas. Why? Because people procrastinate and they want something right then and there. They don't want to come kick the tires a week before Christmas, okay? But they also want an awesome gift to give to that special person, okay? So if you're doing your holiday markets way in advance, like the first week of December, Versus if you were doing your holiday market on the 19th of December, because I've been there both times, you will have a better chance of turning a bigger profit the, the closer you are to Christmas, okay? Now, all of that being taken into consideration, if you plan on doing four holiday markets, because we live in Texas, there's a holiday market in um, Conroe, there's a holiday market in Friendswood, there's a holiday market in Houston Central, there's a holiday market here in Cypher, there's holiday markets all over my area, 
and I wanted to be in all of them. So I started prepping for holiday markets in November. No, you wanna start prepping for holiday markets now. Now, September 1st. You should have been prepping for holiday markets in August, but that's okay. All is not lost. We prep for holiday markets now. You, you, you say exactly what you're going to sell, how much you're going to sell it for, and that's it. That's it. Do not deviate from that. You, you should decide, am I going to have custom orders or am I only going to sell exactly what I have there? Now, I wouldn't suggest selling custom items the closer you are to Christmas. You have to have a custom item cut off. Now, let me back it up. That goes into setting up for your market. That means which market am I selling for? If you're doing a fall market, you don't wanna sell fall items. Don't pigeonhole yourself to just fall items. Look farther. Christmas, because fall has already passed. In the cup world, if you're doing fall items in November, fall items, fall's already done. You're always a month ahead. Um, so you wanna be doing Christmas items. And you don't wanna do so many niche items. Have a couple, I think I had like three, three items and they sold. That's great. I always broke my tables up. I had three tables. I had a selling table. I had a ready to be purchased table to walk off. And then I had a made to order table. For my made to order table, I had examples of things that can be personalized. So I had tumblers that were the two-tone tumblers. I had beach tumblers. I had um, solid colored tumblers. And I had a good variety of colors that like the purples and the pinks, you know, the, the ones that people gravitate towards, okay? Um, because I don't know, <laughs> I don't know too many men that want a, uh, um, glitter tumbler to put their name on. So I did like the girly colors. Okay. The, the big flashy colors that was my made to order table on the bottom of those cups. It had a sticker N M O oh, M N O made no M T O made to order. Sorry. M MTO made to order. So if you weren't there to make that sale with them, they want to know how much is this cup? And you, they would flip it over and they would say MTO made to order. And that would make that person go to you and ask you, how much is this cup? Well, this cup is not ready to leave. This cup is actually made to order. Now, the perk of that is if you only sell one of those cups, a made to order cup, you get to go home and you get to slap a decal on that and send that exact cup to them. So your work is cut in half, okay? You have to have order forms right then and there. On your order form, you have all of your a clipboard of order forms. Who, who is making this cup? Who do you send it to? How do they want it personalized? What size do they want it? You fill out all of that information. And then at the very end, 
you charge them the full price for that. Go over it with them. Say, okay, you are so-and-so. This is where I'm mailing it to. This is your phone number. If you have any questions or problems, you text me at this and you write your phone number at the bottom of that order sheet and make them take a picture of it. You go home with that entire order and that is your sale. Order forms, prepared cups, examples, and have different kinds of examples. Have a 20 ounce, have a 30 ounce, have skinnies, have mugs. You never know what people like. I've had lots of people. People are very particular about the cup that they hold. And if it's, is it gonna fit in their car hold, their, their, their drink holder in their car? And can they hold it while pushing a stroller? You know, I've had all of these questions. So they wanna be able to pick it up and touch it and feel it. Is it gonna work for me? That is the made to order table. Across from that, I had the ready-to-go table. These were things that were <sighs> water slide items, very niche things, sayings, you know, um, holiday things. Um, let's see, candy cane, buffalo plaid. These were things that were not necessarily made to order because if they want it personalized, you take it home with you, you personalize it, and then you send it back to them. Or they could just buy it right there and walk off with it. People like to take things home with them. <laughs> they don't like to wait for stuff. Um, but if they want it personalized, because a lot of the concern was, oh my gosh, I love this so much, but I don't want it to walk off. I don't want to lose this. I don't want anybody to take it from me. I want it personalized. Then you walk over, you get your little clipboard, you write down their information, you let them write down their information because heavens forbid you write down the wrong address or the wrong phone number. And then you send it, that happened to me last season. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you, it was a hot mess. Um, and then you take that cup, you put it in the box that it came in, and then you put it in your stash to go home with the order form tucked in there. Okay. You take it off the table. You just eliminated yourself from making another cup. Cause what if somebody comes and wants to buy that cup too? Now you're going to make another cup. Okay. Don't bog yourself down with that. Take that cup, put it in there. That's the cup they want. They want to personalize it. Great. Take it home, do it, send it back to them. If not, they get to walk off with it and you're done. Your job is done. Okay. Got lots of comments rolling in here. Lots of comments, lots of comments. Let's see. Okay. 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 All right, so that is the ready-to-go table. Whatever you want to do, your niche items. Something to keep in mind, you don't want to make 10 candy cane cups. The chances of somebody wanting to buy or 10 people coming to buy 10 candy cane cups are very slim. Do a leopard. Do... Um, do a beach one with a saying on it. Do one cup that is catered to a niche. Don't do more than that because you'll get stuck with some cups. Do your techniques on there. Do, do, your, um, do your Milky Ways. Do your Dirty Rolls. Do, do your Geodes. Do whatever it is but one of them.
okay? Because those that's going to speak to one person. And the chances of people wanting, 10 people wanting a candy king cup, probably not going to work out. Now, if you're doing 10 markets, have at it. All right, so that's the ready-to-go table. You got your ready-to-go table. You got your made-to-order table. Then you have your selling table, okay? This is where you display your information about your store. I get lots of questions every single time I'm at a market. Do you have a card? No, I don't have a card. No cards. I have a sign that displays all my social media buttons. Whip out your phone, take a picture, and you get to go home with it. And you won't lose it like you will a card, okay? If you have a handle on your Instagram, they can say, we're gonna see all your cups on my Instagram or on my Facebook business page. That is the beauty of the cell phone now that you can just go and click, 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 and it keeps all of your business cards there for you. They will go and they will take the business card and they will take that little slick that you gave them. They'll throw it in the bag. And then when they get home, they'll take out all their merchandise and be so excited. They'll just throw it all away. And then you lose a sale. Social media, use it, use it, use it. Next, I always have a moving visual. What that means is I take a computer screen or a laptop and I put it there as a moving visual. I put a slideshow together of all the cups that I've thrown on my Instagram and I loop them and I plug it in to the monitor. And every so often I will throw in my logo in between those moving pictures. So my logo pops up every five, maybe, yeah, five or six pictures. That way, when they walk into my booth, they're like, where am I? Who is this? You know, I don't have a huge banner. I mean, <laughs> I wish I did, but I didn't. Not then, because that was brand new. Um, but I, it was a quick and easy fix for me to get my material, my product, in their face quickly. Moving visuals are the quickest way for people to download information, okay? No one wants to read anymore. Nobody wants to work for the information. They wanna see it, okay? Pictures, moving pictures with your logo spread in there. Next thing, every market that I go to, I always, always, always see at least seven other cup vendors. And their cups are always a whole lot cheaper than my cups. They've said it. They're like, they'll pick up a cup and they'll be like, oh, I saw a cup. There's a lady down there doing cups too. And she's selling them for like $40. Why is your cup $70? Well, Brad, let me explain to you. And I tell them what goes into my cups. This is all done at the selling booth. Why is your cup more expensive than the lady three booths down from you. You explain to them the process, the materials, and then you hand them a cup and let them feel for themselves. That is the winning ticket right there. You let them judge for themselves. Give them a cup. How many times has someone picked up one of my cups at a booth and they're like, 
Oh, that's nice. Okay, okay, I see. So you explain to them, not only are my materials higher quality, my process is higher quality, and well, my cup's higher quality. Judge for yourself. <laughs> Always happens. People will ask questions. How are they made? They want to know, what is this made out of? And they ding it, like, how do you do that? Just explain to them quickly, okay? Give each person at least one minute of your time. Have a buddy in the booth with you. I always drag my husband with me because he's collecting the money while I'm delivering the message. People ask me, how long will it take to get this turned around? How long can I expect for you to get this? What is your turnaround time? What if I want to do this? Can you do this? What is this made of? You have to keep talking and working your booth. At the booth, someone, let me look at these comments, someone dropped a very good tip. And I picked it up and I wish I could have remembered her because she gave an amazing tip that I brought in to, I slid into one of my shows just to see how it was going to go. She said, because I was frustrated at the display of people coming into my booth because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. People, and you only get like a 10 by 10 booth and they come in, they pick up your stuff and they put it down and they leave. And you're constantly having to clean up your booth. Okay. Your, your, uh, your housekeeping the booth. She said, use coasters. That was the most useful tip that I will remember of the season. She said, set up your booth and put coasters down. So that way when a customer comes, picks up your cup and they're like, oh, that's nice. They don't just set it down and walk off. They look for the coaster and they put it down on the coaster. That is so genius. I was, I was blown away by how well it worked. And then the more, and as you sell, you just remove the coasters and just kind of like place them. But people are going to come in your booth and they're going to pick things up and they're going to put them down. I thought that was great. All right. Next thing, the, the, the table display, the drama of the look. I always went for a specific look. What season is it? Is it wedding season? Is it Christmas season? If it was Christmas season, I had the buffalo plaid, I had the, uh, the holly, I had the ferns, I had the presents, I had the Christmas trees. Uh-huh, I had Christmas trees, girls. Yes, if it was wedding season, I had bling and ice and lavish and crystal and champagne and just drama. You know, you want people to look at your booth from across the aisle and beeline it because whatever it is, it looks pretty and I want to go there. Okay. Don't leave it flat. Please, please, please consider investing in props and in risers. What I mean by risers are you can find them on Etsy. You can make them. Um, if you have enough time, I was always, <laughs> I was always behind, um, the eight ball, you know, I was like, ah, you know, so I would just go and I would just buy some risers. So my husband's like, we are not about to bust out that chop saw and make some risers. You're crazy. Get on there and buy some risers and they're not cheap. You'll have to invest in them, 
but they're worth the money because if you like doing these markets, you're going to use them over and over and over. So I went ahead and I got two risers, one for this table and one for this table. Okay. I put all of my cups on the risers, drama, stadium, drama. So when people see, it's not just a table of flat cups. I mean, could you imagine like how, how undramatic that is? They want to see presentation. They are going to associate presentation with quality of your cup. If you have a good setup, they're going to say, hmm, she probably makes great cups. This is what she probably does. Look at her setup. She's prepared. She is a boss. Okay. She knows what she's doing because look at the setup on her tables. If you just make a bunch of cups and put them on a table, they're going to be like, what did you prepare for this yesterday? How long have you been doing cups? No, I've been doing cups for a while. Look, look at all of my display. I know what I'm doing here. That is what they want to see. Put your best cups, your blingiest cups, the cups you are proud of, the cups you know people are going to want to buy. My rose gold cup, my rose gold cup, that cup right there stopped more traffic than I can even count. I mean, nobody who walked by my booth could not stop and pick up the cup. So what did I do? I had a section. The tip of my table was devoted to rose gold. I had rose gold skinnies. I had rose gold on chocolate. I had rose gold on white, rose gold on pink. I had rose gold, rose gold in all different shapes and sizes. And what happened? Everybody who walked by picked up that rose gold. And I had people like, I don't care if I have to, per I was like, oh, those are made to order. I don't care, I have to have it. They all took off with my rose gold cups. Mm -hmm. Put your best cups at the very front. Grab that attention. People will walk into your booth, I guarantee you. And then they're gonna look and they're gonna see, oh, I like that one. And then their friend and their mom are gonna be like, oh, did you see this one? Yes, yes. Get people, pull them, pull them, pull them, pull them. All right. Next, pricing. This is a very kind of sticky sort of, not so much, but you gotta know how to price your cups. And you gotta be able, if you're gonna price your cups higher than the competition, you gotta be able to back it up, okay? Now, when I say um, at the very beginning, what are you gonna sell? You're not gonna price a wine goblet the same price as you would a wine goblet with a water slide on it, right? Because it's, it's a little bit more labor intensive. So you need to know exactly what you're going to sell and how you're gonna price them because you are thinking quick on your feet. Putting the prices at the bottom of your ready to go items, great. What about when someone goes to your major order table and they ask you, I want my business logo customized with my name on the other side. And I want the Yeti sticker on the bottom. Wait, wait, what, 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 what? You're going to spit out a price so quick that they're going to walk away and everybody like, wait a minute. Did I really just quote that price? Know exactly what you're going to price every single situation. If they want a decal, if they want it custom, you need to have it all priced out. Put that on your price sheet. Okay. All right. And then you tally it up and then you decide, are you going to 
charge for shipping or are you going to get free shipping? Free shipping always worked for me because I got more sales because people associated, oh, if I get free shipping, I'm getting a deal. Build your shipping into the price. Now, here is the big question. Rush orders. Will you be taking rush orders? How much are you going to be charging for rush orders? I will tell you right now, my rush order for Christmas time last year was 100%. And I will tell you, they paid that 100% because they wanted to make sure that their cup was guaranteed delivered on Christmas just like they saw it in my booth. But you have to ask your question to yourself. Can I deliver a quality cup? Is it worth my time? How many am I going to be able to rush? You have to take all of that and know that quickly, quickly, in milliseconds before you answer that question to that customer. How am I going to handle someone that comes up to me and says, can you have this ready by next week? Can you? Can you make a cup in a week? And yet you have another 30 cups from Etsy, from your neighborhood, from your family that you have to deliver by Christmas too, that they've been waiting patiently for. And a person's like, I'll pay hundred percent for that rush fee. You have to take all of those things into consideration. Let me look at these comments because I stubbed myself in the toe so many times taking that money because girls, when they flash that cash at you, you are going to jump as high as they want you to, but you have to stop and you got to think, can I deliver the quality product? Because they're going to take home that cup and they're going to be like, dang, I paid 200 bucks for this cup and it's sticky or it's booty or it's late. <gasps> it's late. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Think about it before you agree to it. All right. Next up. When you are done with this show and you pack up all your stuff and you gather all your order forms, okay? Take all your order forms with you. Put them in a folder in a two-sided folder, okay? One side is orders that need to be completed. On the other side, orders that are in progress. New orders, orders that are in progress. Every morning, you open up your folder and you say, okay, here are all of my orders. I got this one, this one, this one, this one. Now, I had hogs and I had yetis. What I did is I separated them. I separated the hogs from the yetis because you got to go buy your yetis from the store. So I would go and I take all my yetis. I would go buy them from the store, come home, spray them up, prep them up. Done. Take them out of that left side, put them in the right side. They're in progress. Next, I would get my hogs. Okay. Get my hogs. I look at all my hogs and I would go and I would get the boxes. I, and I'd line them all up and I would write on the box, the customer's name and the phone number on that box. And then I would move them over into the progress side. 
there you have it. You have all of your cups in progress. If you have another show lined up, that's the same process that you do again. That is what worked for me. That is what kept me organized. So that way, when I was working on a beach cup, I would look at my progress side of my folder and I would say beach cup, beach cup, beach cup. And I would highlight beach cup 30 Yeti. Beach cup 30 Yeti. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Okay. This right here, they do not want it personalized. They just want a decal on it. Done. All my decals are already pre-made for this beach cup. Go get a sticker, slap it on there, stick it on the turner, turn it, pull it, fold it, put it in the box, ship it. You're done. That's how I did it for all of my orders. Quickly, 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 but very organized. All right. Let me look at these comments. My wand, this is my, I mean, business wand. <laughs> All right. And delivery. I always, during Christmas only, because Christmas is so stressful, I always, always, always did two text message alerts. When I was halfway done, I would text them and I would say, your cup is halfway done. You should be expecting a shipment in the next couple of days. And then when I shipped the cup, I sent them a text message that said, I just shipped your cup. Keep an eye out looking for it because that will give them an alert to go find that tracking number and to track that package every step of the way. Because the post office is always on post office schedule. Just because you pay for two-day shipping on your USPS or your UPS or whatever it is that you use, doesn't mean it's gonna get there in two days. Mm. Isn't that funny? You pay for rush shipping and they don't rush it. Guess what? That's every Christmas. And they will not bend at all. They won't even bat an eye. They will say, oh, that's too bad. It's Christmas time. <sighs> Keep that in your thinking hat when you ship your orders. Do not ship two days saying, oh, hey, you know what? Two days, it'll be here exactly on the day that they need it by. Nope, you gotta ship it a week in advance. Yes, ma'am, ship it a week in advance. Do not go by the USPS shipping schedule. And last but not least, taking money at the booth. You need to go in there. This is where I dropped the ball big time, big time when I went into my first show. Have a cash bank, have a, a uh, square or a PayPal swiper on your phone and have your internet connection set up so that way you can take payment. People are either going to pay by cash, more than likely they're gonna pay with a credit card. So you have to be able to swipe a credit card in your booth. And you gotta make sure you have a Wi-Fi connection. In those huge um, what are facilities, establishments, high school gyms, you know, whatever, cafeterias, uh, stadiums, whatever you are, that signal from your wireless provider probably isn't gonna work. So somebody has set up a hotspot for everybody because imagine how many cell phones are in one spot and everyone's fighting for a signal. You want to get on that hotspot and you want 
to make sure that you don't have to pay for that hotspot. Because, oh my gosh, if you do not have signal and it is the day of the show and it is, it is showtime, it is roll time, it is time to make that money and you're like, I don't have a signal. Let me go find the, the, the person in charge. You are out of luck, sisters. Make sure you get there early, set up your electricity, and set up your Wi-Fi. If you got to pay for it, pay for it in advance. Make a buddy next to you. Go half and half with the electricity and bring an extension cord. Slip them like a 20 or something and say, hey, can I borrow some of your electricity so I can set up my monitor so I can have my rolling pictures? Make friends and make sure all your ducks are in a row to take that money, to get that electricity, to get that Wi-Fi. Okay? All right. Let me read some questions. Let me read some questions. Yes. Square and chip reader. You can get them. They cost like a dollar or something, or you can even get them for free. Get them sent to you now. Get it set up now. Get your tax information set up now. So that way when you get ready for that show, that is all you are thinking about. That show. And then the next show. And then the next show. Have yourself a prep day. We're at home, you pretend you're at the show and you're setting up your little booth. Set it all up. Put your table covers, put your folding tables out, put your risers out, set it all up, take pictures. So that way when you get to your booth, you just set it up just like the picture. What I would do is I would take all my pictures and then I would give it to my husband and I would go get coffee. But here you go. Set it up for me, thanks, bye. And I would go get coffee. <laughs> And there was no question. And I would come back and it was done. Because the first, and it came in handy because the first time I got stuck in some closed down freeway traffic and Scott was smart and he took his phone out and he found ways to go the back way and avoid all traffic. I was in such a panic. I was just trying to get on the freeway and I got to my show an hour late first show ever you can imagine and then trying to find parking ladies preparation is key prepare now get your spots now do not get a spot outside during september or november or even in the cold time no you want a spot inside where are people going to be inside why not why because it's either too hot or too cold and you don't want to be like with the generators outside and and like trying to make business no get inside where all the action is at it might cost you a little bit more but trust me the closer you are to christmas the more money you're probably going to make because let's face it people procrastinate so take that into consideration the next time you prepare for a market, all right? Prepare, prepare, prepare. Now is the time. Time is money, all right? So excited. It's time for me to sign off. I thank you, everybody, who came out this morning and joined me in my very first live um, Modern Craft. Um, I appreciate everybody. I hope everybody is taking something away and everybody, um, is, is, is thinking and churning and preparing for this market. And I hope I've shed some light on the realities of what to expect on holiday season. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Don't have a nervous breakdown.
All right. Okay. Have a great day, guys. I will be talking to y'all soon. Bye. Mm -hmm.